Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome! Saslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 22nd of February. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800 747 Your title sponsor, everything. Saslow Show 2.0. None of this is possible without the best accident attorneys around. If you deserve compensation for an accident that wasn't your fault, let them put their skills to work for you. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Got a fun show planned for everybody today. So glad to have you here with us on a Thursday. A lot is going on, most notably We got the NBA back in action tonight. It's been a very slow week, and BetOnline continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops, all throughout this season. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, trends, you could follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to BetOnline today to become part of the team. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, the game starts here. So, a lot's happening here. We were, you know, I told you guys yesterday, I hope you noticed, I told you that I'm back on ESPN Radio tonight, so obviously I hope you listen, but I got the emergency call-in the last-minute call-in last night. So I was on ESPN Radio last night, 7 to 10 p.m. I hope you guys heard. I was actually filling in for the great Amber Wilson. So I hosted with her partner, Ian Fitzsimmons, for the very first time. It was very last minute. I was happy to do it. I hope you guys were able to hang out with us. Tonight, you're going to listen to Zaslow Show 2.0 right now. Then you go finish up whatever you got to do around the house, work, whatever. I don't know what you got going on. And then you'll hang out tonight. Now, tonight... We got Panthers. Panthers are back in action. So we're going to watch the Panther game. That's at 7. They're at the Carolina Hurricanes. I hate the Hurricanes. They're at the Carolina Hurricanes. Remember, swept that ass right out of the playoffs last year. Remember after the the, the series ended and the coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, they, it, 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 it didn't feel like a sleep. My, my ass, it didn't feel like a sweep. Four games to none. It doesn't matter if the games were close. It doesn't matter if that first game I was up till 2.30 in the morning waiting for that game to end. That was not fun. But four games to none, Panthers swept that ass. So Panthers and Hurricanes back in action tonight. I am very excited over that. And then, after you get done with the Panthers, you know what you're going to do. You're going to put on ESPN Radio. You're going to hear me and your boy Q Myers hosting game night tonight, so 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. We got a late night tonight. That's okay. We're into it. So you'll watch the Panthers tonight. You'll get a little late night snack after the game is over. Then put on ESPN Radio. Hang out with me and Q Myers tonight. (laughs) Game night, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. 
obviously, I'm a, I gotta get a schluff somewhere in the middle of the day. That's right, I gotta take a little bit of a nap and make sure we're all good to go. So, this is a weird day so far. I, I know a lot of you folks, we're dealing with problems all around the country, right? AT&T, I think maybe some other cell providers, got all kinds of outages going on. Like, my wife had to call call me this morning from her work phone. Her her cell coverage is not working, so it's 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 weird, right? How we're all so connected with the technology, and then something happens with our cell phones, and we all freak out. You know, when I started, it, it's so interesting when it comes to not having your cell phone, right? Where it, just the other day, matter of fact, I got in my car with my son, and I noticed right before we pulled out of my driveway, I didn't have my phone. So I sent my son, go get my phone. He goes, why? What's the big deal? I, just go get the phone. And back in the day, like when I was 16, I didn't have a cell phone. I first started driving when I was 16. I didn't have a cell phone. And all right, no big deal. And now if you drive somewhere, if you go out somewhere and you don't have your phone on you, it feels like you're being unsafe. Which, I mean, there, there's legitimate concern there. Like, it, it is unsafe. You, you should have your phone. You should be able to communicate. God forbid something happens. But it's like, yeah, I was 16 years old driving. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't feel unsafe. It's so weird how connected we are to these phones now and how our lives are essentially very inconvenienced on a day like today when our phone is not working because it's something that's not our fault. But anyway, so few things to get to on the show today. But let's start out with a little bit of what happened last night. So, you know, we do a little, you know, figure out a few things that were going on last night. We've started doing this and, you know, a couple things here before we get to the meat and potatoes of today's show. College basketball sucks. Miami Hurricanes, they get smoked really from the get-go by number eight Duke, 84 to 55. Just, uh, it's a lost season. Now six and 10 in the ACC. Canes are going to miss the tournament. Now, I know they've dealt with some injuries, but overall, it's super disappointing. After the greatest season in Miami Hurricanes basketball history last year, getting to the Final Four. And look, Nigel Pack comes back. Norchad O'Meara comes back. Uh, Wooga Poplar comes back. I know they lost, obviously, Isaiah Wong. but <coughs> and, and like I said, some injuries. But man, so disappointing. So they dropped the 6-10 and 10 in the AC. They, they're going to miss the tournament. They're not going to qualify for the tournament. And... And last night being at home and getting smoked the whole night, Duke only comes here once a year. That's always a really fun night. It was definitely primed to be a great atmosphere at Watsko Center last night. And instead, just not up to snuff against a team like Duke. And they just get killed from the get-go. So, really disappointing last night. And just disappointing overall that we don't get to, you know, as a Canes fan... We don't get to capitalize off the success, off the momentum that the program really had last year. Now, now that's going to stop. As long as Larinaga's around, it's all good. But this, and especially considering Norchad O'Meara, you didn't know if he was going to come back. He came back, and now this is the season. It's really disappointing. Number 13, Alabama, came from behind. They win in overtime against the Gators. Gators didn't play much better lately. Alabama wins 98-93 in overtime. And LSU at the buzzer. Incredible finish. LSU beats number 17, Kentucky, 75-74. The kids storm the court after the game. So, big college basketball night. Now, as far as, you know, the Marlins, we know the Marlins are a poverty franchise. And the Marlins have no momentum going into this season. Spring training, we got games that are going to be starting very soon. I mean, look, we're at the end of February. Pitchers and catchers already report games are going to be starting soon. Marlins are a poverty franchise. I expect nothing out of them. Uh, they're not spending any money. There's Bruce Sherman, new owner. He's not new anymore, but new owner, same as the old owner. It's not worth getting riled up about because we know what this team is. We know they're a poverty franchise, and it is what it is. But it is, I, I should note, they signed shortstop Tim Anderson today from the Chicago White Sox. He's 30 years old, had a very bad year. Very bad 2023. But the previous four seasons, Tim Anderson was pretty damn awesome. He's a good personality, so fun guy to have on the team. That's your new shortstop for the Miami Marlins fan. So I think it's one year, $5 million, they signed Tim Anderson. And yeah, I think if you're, if you're a Marlins fan, you like that. But that's the kind of bargain basement stuff 
the way this team operates. Poverty franchise. So adding Tim Anderson, that's fun. I dig that. If he's going to have anything like the season he had last year, even at just $5 million, it's a horrendous. He was really bad last year. But the previous four seasons, two of which I believe were all-star years, the previous four seasons, he was really good. So hopefully we get the Tim Anderson that's closer to that guy. Now, that's a little bit of what happened last night. Before we get to Inter-Miami, so I started the show yesterday with Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. And, and he's like, Zazla, what's, like, like you, you're bummed out today. What's the matter? So I told you guys, Pearl Jam, a few days ago, released their world tour schedule. They're starting out in the western U.S. in May. Then they're going all over the place around the world. Then they're back doing the east coast of North America, like September, right? September, no, August, September, September, October. I don't know, whatever. And so the last three days, well, but the few days before that, as a member of the fan club, the member of the 10 club, I've been a member for, I don't know, probably like 25 years now. As a member of the fan club, you get to put in for tickets. I always get the tickets. It's a lottery system. And then after you get chosen based on the lottery, you get your seats by seniority. So that's how I get really good seats to the show because I've been in the club for a pretty good amount of time. And anyway, so I put in for one show. Now, it doesn't mean I'm only going to go to... If I got that one show, that'd probably be the one show that I would go to. But I put in for one show because I like how... I, I, I don't want to... You put in your credit card, you get charged automatically if you win the lottery. You don't get to choose where you're sitting. They seat you by seniority. So the whole thing is a big gamble. So I don't want to put in for a bunch of shows because... What if I win the lottery for all of them? All of a sudden, my credit card's being charged $5,000. And these Pearl Jam tickets, while they're super affordable based on other concerts that are out there, 185 bucks a ticket is what we're at now. You know, like, it's, it's expensive. It's compared to other concerts, that's a good price. But it's still very expensive. For the first, I found out yesterday, found out last night, because it was a three-day wait period, and then they inform you if your ticket request was fulfilled. For the first time ever, I got shut out. How about that? I got shut out of tickets from the 10 Club for this upcoming Pearl Jam tour. I got nothing. I requested for Philadelphia. I wanted to go to one, never been to Philadelphia. My son and I, we would go. We would go see Pearl Jam in Philadelphia, the second of the two nights that they're playing there. And I got, Philly's a great Pearl Jam crowd got shut out for the first time ever. Now, oh, Zazzle, you've already seen him 26 times. Listen, it's not a competition, all right? I got to see them as many times as possible. The great American rock band. And who knows how much longer they're going to be doing this for. It's, it's the greatest joy in my life, outside of my children, you have to say that. It's the greatest joy in my life is going to see Pearl Jam, going to see the guys, and WrestleMania, of course. And I got shut out. For the very first time. Oh, I was, I, I, I'm bummed. I, you see, with a tear in my eye. I, I'm bummed out for the very first time ever. Shut out from the 10 Club. Now, a lot of these Pearl Jam fans, they're so, they're, they're so fucking whiny. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm certainly not whiny about it. Because now it's like, all right, they go on sale to the general public now tomorrow. I've already registered for verified fan sale with Ticketmaster. Hopefully I get through there. And hopefully I can get tickets at a decent price, not the premium where tickets are going for like eight, nine hundred dollars. But I'll you know I'm the ticket ninja. I'm gonna come up the rest of the day today before the on sale tomorrow. I'm gonna come up with a game plan. And uh, I plan A didn't work. Now we just gotta go to plan B. There's no sense in bitching and moaning like all all these sissies at the Pearl Jam uh, uh, member page on Facebook. Such a bunch of whiny bitches. I mean, seriously. I Now I'm going to come up with a game plan. We'll figure out how to tackle this situation tomorrow. If you really want to go to the show, you'll still find a way. So I'm going to still find a way. But man, Ian Fitzsimmons was giving it to me throughout the show last night. Because yeah, I was, I was bummed. I was bummed that the tickets didn't come through. So... We're going to try for Philly potentially tomorrow. They're playing two nights in a row at Madison Square Garden. Now, that's the one I really want. I love seeing Pearl Jam at the Garden. I've seen Pearl Jam at the Garden one, two, three, 
at least three times. I think three times. I want to go to the Garden. Took my son there a year and a half ago. We went and saw them at the Garden. Best show I'd ever been to. And I want to go at the Garden specifically because they're, I, I love going to multiple shows, but it's hard at this point in my life. I want to go to multiple shows. Like in Philly, they're playing Saturday and Monday. I'm not spending three nights in Philly. It's too much. I want to go to a city where they're playing back-to-back nights, which is so rare because the band, they're old, and they don't usually do that. But at MSG, they're playing two nights in a row. So I'd like to try and get tickets tomorrow for both nights Madison Square Garden. Go with my son. He's never done the two nights in a row. It's been at least 10 years since I've done two nights in a row. He's never done two nights in a row. So I think that's going to be my game plan tomorrow. I don't have a ton of hope. It's going to be a really difficult ticket to get. Not quite like Taylor Swift. Although, the Taylor Swift tickets are easier because she plays in a stadium. Pearl Jam Pearl is playing a few stadiums this tour. They're playing Wrigley. They're playing Fenway. We want to go to arenas. Arena shows are so much better than stadium shows. So, I think that's my plan. I'm going to try and get Madison Square Garden tomorrow. I don't have high hopes. But, even if I get shut out tomorrow. Look, I got my Pearl Jam shirt on here. Still wearing the Pearl Jam shirt. Even if I get shut out tomorrow, like I said, I'm a ticket ninja. I'm still going to figure out how to get things done, all right? We're going to be just fine. All right. So anyway, also what took place last night, speaking of ticket ninja, Inter-Miami, Messi, Luis Suarez, Sergio Busquets, Christian Yedlin, Jordi Alba, I'm just naming a bunch of players. I don't know them all, but those guys I know, and they're really good. Now, you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. And Inter-Miami last night, they got that dub 2-0 over Real Salt Lake City. They dominated that game. So, and a packed crowd, obviously, at, and you know what? It's not called Dry Pink Stadium anymore. It's now called Chase Stadium. I didn't know that. Anyway. So, I'm watching the entire game while I'm on ESPN Radio last night. And from what I could tell, I I thought they dominated the game. Time of possession, chances... Oh, while Messi didn't score, Messi had a couple big chances. He's unbelievable. He really is. What's he, 36 years old? He is still unbelievable. By now, everybody has seen the highlight, right? Where a guy uh, uh, lost a 50-50 ball for Real... And he was lying on the ground. Messi comes up with the ball. He dribbles it over the dude lying down on the pitch. Now, when I say pitch, that means the field. I want this is an all, I'm, a, I'm a soccer expert, but this is an all-inclusive show. So when I say things, when I'm using my soccer lingo, when I'm saying things like pitch, that means the field. All right. I don't want anyone to feel like they're not in, like we're not being inclusive. This is an inclusive show. So when they say things like pitch. That means the field. I don't want anybody to get lost just because I'm a soccer expert. Huge crowd last night. Obviously did not go, even though I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. Huge crowd last night. And, uh, you know, we sold the tickets. So what you got to do? I make it make better money. Those Inter Miami season tickets are not paying for themselves. So, to me, it looked like they dominated the game. Now, by the time I got done with ESPN Radio last night with like five minutes left in the game. So now I put the volume on them and watch the finish. They're up 2 nothing, And I don't know who was on the call, but the analyst, you, you, if you didn't know the score, you would have thought that Inter-Miami lost because he was going at... Now look, he knows a lot more than me and I was watching the game, but not watching it with sound and I'm also paying attention to work. So am I as dialed in as everyone else? No. But to me, it looked like they dominated that game. And the analyst is talking about how if I'm the other teams in MLS, I'm not afraid of Inter-Miami. I'm watching this game, and this is a beatable team. I mean, like, is that the case? Because he was talking down about Inter-Miami's performance. And I'll tell you, I I thought Inter-Miami had a great performance. Now, I understand that their, their defense is not so great. Okay, but... I think they're the favorite to win the MLS Cup. I thought their time of possession was amazing last night. Messi was unbelievable and he didn't even score. 
are other teams watching that performance last night? They're like, yo, this Inter Miami, they're not that good? And on top of it, it's the first game, but I don't know. I Maybe my perception, you know, what I was watching was not the way everybody else feels. Like, am I wrong about that? You can always hit me up at Zazlo Show, of course, on Twitter, uh, where I'm an influencer, at J on Instagram, of course. And for ladies, my DMs are always open for all the honeys out there. Make sure you don't forget about that. You know what you also don't want to forget? If you're in the market for a new home, you're thinking to yourself, wow, I, I, I want to get, get a home that fits my family's needs. I want it to be in a good neighborhood. I want to make sure I get a great price. Now, who's going to be my real estate broker? Well, luckily for you, I send you to Matthew H. Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder. Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker. If you're looking for that dream home in any part of beautiful South Florida, one of our main sponsors on It's Still Real to Me, that's my wrestling podcast, which is going to come at you live stream right after Elimination Chamber late Saturday morning. This coming Saturday, we're going to have a new episode. But also, one of our great sponsors, huge pro wrestling fan, Matthew H. Mashler and Signature Real Estate Finder. You call him today. 561-208-3334 or go to realestatefinder.com. You want to make sure you're getting a home that's perfect for you and your family and the best neighborhood and the best price out there. And you're going to go to someone who knows the entire South Florida area. Now, maybe you're looking to sell one of your current properties. You're looking to unload some of your real estate. Matthew H. Mashler, you call him today. 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com, or maybe you're just looking to take your real estate career to the next level. You're already in the business. You can join the Signature team. The Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in all of Boca Raton. They have offices all throughout the state, Delray, Coral Springs, Naples, Palm Beach, Orlando. The Signature team is where you want to be. So whether you're buying your dream home, selling your property, or looking to join the best in the business, contact Matthew H. Mashler today, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. Now, during the Panther game tonight, guys, I, if I wasn't working right after the Panther game tonight, you know I'd be enjoying an ice-cold Johnny Cuba sitting on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room in my underwear with a Johnny in my hand. That's right, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. Make sure you always drink responsibly. That's why I like drinking at home while I got the game on. If you don't have a six-pack of Johnny in your house, head on out to your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas, you support the sponsors who support the show. That's how we keep this thing going round and round. And that's why I have the most delicioso beer there is out there as a sponsor here on Zaslo Show 2.0. The official beer of Zaslo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Make sure you always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay Tranquilo. So the NBA is back in action tonight, which, by the way, thank God. The Heat are back in action tomorrow. They're at New Orleans, but thank God the NBA is back tonight. February and July, worst sports months on the calendar year. Once the Super Bowl ends the first week in February, the rest of this month sucks. Now, obviously, while the NBA All-Star Game sucked, it gave us a lot of content the first couple days of the week. But now... The rest of this week has been rough. I mean, let's be honest here. So, NBA returns tonight, which means, while we're not at the halfway point of the season, we're we're really at the the two-thirds way point of the season, but with the NBA returning, I have for you today. And by the way, today's Thursday, we're also doing mailbag, all right? So we're going to get to your mailbag questions coming up. Got some good ones for you guys. I love when you participate. I love being able to find ways to get you guys, the listeners, able to participate in the show more. So every Thursday, we do mailbag. You can always send in your questions. But I I always put in a, a reminder, like Thursday morning, I'll send out a tweet. So anyway, we'll have mailbag coming up in a few minutes here. But first, with the, M- the final third of the season, getting going tonight with the NBA, I got for you top five storylines for the final third of the NBA season. That's right. That's what we got going on. Oh, yes. Let's get to my NBA music. Come on now. So, 
top five storylines to the final third of the NBA season. We'll count them backwards from five to one for dramatic purposes. You'll never forget, obviously, my girl Amber Wilson. She thinks she, we would do lists and she would, go, she would start with number one. Everybody wants the drama. We want dramatic. She starts with number one. Ridiculous. I always have to remind her when I'm filling in on Amber and Ian. We go from five to one. All right, don't ruin it for the listener. So, top five NBA storylines to the final third of the season. Number five are the Wolves slash Thunder for real. That's the fifth biggest storyline the remainder of the season. Because look, you look at you look at the Western Conference. Sitting atop there, Minnesota, 39 and 16. Oklahoma City, 37 and 17. No one had these two teams pegged as sitting atop the West at the All-Star break. Minnesota, especially because, number one, Minnesota's never been good. Minnesota had one stretch back in the uh, early 2000s. Kevin Garnett, Latrell Sprewell, Sam Cassell, where they were the number one seed. They wound up losing in the semis. I don't think it was the conference finals. I think they lost in the semis. They lost to the Lakers. That's the only time the Timberwolves have really been any good. Well, they're number one right now, and it's also surprising because last year, after they traded for Rudy Gobert, they looked like a disaster. Only a year later, they have finally found a way to make it work, especially on the defensive end. Oklahoma City, I don't always believe in the whole ahead-of-schedule talk, because what does that even mean? Like, you have a plan, and... You know, it's not like you say, all right, in five years from now, we'll be good. You have a plan, and when the plan starts to work, that's when it starts to work. And clearly the plan has started to work now for Oklahoma City. But the thing that's up against the Thunder is there is no precedent in the history of this league for a team with no experience to win an NBA championship. Rarely to even make a run in the playoffs. It is a veteran league. There is no winning done. Number one, you usually have to go through some hurt before you wind up breaking through. And number two, you have to have experience. Young teams do not win in this league. So, Wolves, Thunder, are they for real? That's number five. Number four, is this the last stand for the Golden State Warriors? Right now, the Warriors, you look at their record, the Warriors currently sit number number 10 in the West at 27 and 26. Now, there's no real threat of them dropping out of the play-in because they're four up in the loss column of Utah. They're probably also not going to catch the playoffs, which is number six, New Orleans, who they're four back up in the loss column. So Golden State's going to be a play-in team. And that's a real problem because if you do qualify for the playoffs after the play-in, which is no guarantee because if you're number 10, you got to win one road game, and then another road game to even get into the playoffs. So if you do, you're facing either one or two, which right now are Minnesota or Oklahoma City. Heck, it could be the Clippers. It could be Denver. Who knows where we're sitting in a few weeks from now. So Golden State, Steph Curry still playing at a super high level. But we know Draymond Green is is not what he was, and you can't count on him. And Klay Thompson now comes off the bench. Can, you know, can sometimes he give you a big game? Yes, but you can't count on him. So is this the last stand for the Golden State Warriors? That's story number four to keep an eye on. Number three are the New York Knicks actual contenders. Now the Knicks, they've lost four in a row. They have not won a game since the trade deadline. But Julius Randle's been out. Not sure of his return. OG Ananobi has been out. When they made the Ananobi trade before the deadline, they were like, 13-2 in their last 15 games. That's how they climbed all the way up the standings. Right now, they're number four at 33-22. I think this Knicks team, as long as they get Randall back, I think they are a very real contender. You could say, uh, you know, the, the NBA doesn't matter if the Knicks are good. Wrong. When Madison Square Garden is rocking, when New York, which is a basketball town, is good. It's been forever. That's why a lot of you guys don't even know this. When New York is good, it is better for the NBA. That's storyline number three. Storyline number two. What's going to happen with the Lakers? Now, LeBron James, tonight's Lakers and Warriors. LeBron's out. 
Now, I don't have a problem with LeBron being out tonight. Because, oh, he played the All-Star game. He can't play in a game. He played 14 minutes in the All-Star game. You got to give LeBron some credit here. Clearly, his ankle's bothering him. And he decided, you know what? I'm not going to sit out the All-Star game. Fans voted me in. I could play 14 minutes. So, I'm good with that. I think you give LeBron a little bit of credit there for still showing up at the All-Star game. But he's out tonight. I can't kill him for that. What's going to happen with the Lakers moving forward? It's a similar situation as the Warriors because the Lakers are number 9 right now at 30-26. and 26. They're also 4 back in the loss column of number 6, New Orleans. What happens with the Lakers the rest of the way? LeBron's health? And can they actually make a run in the postseason like they did last year? I do not believe that to be so. And the number one storyline in the final third, this home stretch of this NBA season, that's right, you guessed it. What is to become of the Milwaukee Bucks? Yup, you got Doc Rivers, the king of excuses, the excuse maker, a guy who has never, you cannot count on to win a big series. Nobody loves blowing a 3-1 lead like Doc Rivers. No head coach has ever done less with more than Doc Rivers. Also, Lillard, Giannis, is it going to It'll never be the biggest bust because Durant and Kyrie Irving is by far the biggest bust. But how much of a bust is Giannis and Dame going to be this year? And does it lead to Dame then wanting out of Milwaukee? Because right now... You got Milwaukee and Indiana, number three versus number six. I would give Indiana a chance to win that series. I think whoever Milwaukee plays in the first round, be it New York or Indiana or Miami, I think Milwaukee is one and done. So the number one storyline, the remainder of this NBA season, what becomes of the Milwaukee Bucks? And that right there, everybody, are your top five NBA storylines the remainder of this season. Yes! There you have it. All right! You know what else I love telling you guys? I love storylines, but I also love getting good sleep. And if you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0, I want to make sure you get the good sleep, too. I sleep on sheets and giggles. That's right. I get the best sleep of my life now for about 11 months, 10, 11 months, Sheets and Giggles have been a sponsor on Zaslow Show 2.0. And if you go to SheetsGiggles.com, just like the Zaslow family, you're now going to get the best sleep of your life. I got the comforter. I got the pillow. You got the bed sheets. You got the fitted sheets. You got the blankets. If you're looking for a new mattress, now is the time. You can get a eucalyptus mattress. That's right. SheetsGiggles.com. They make their bed sheets, the pillows, the mattresses from the wood of eucalyptus trees. And my man, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, Colin, he's found a way for not only us to get the best sleep of our life, but to make sure we're doing it in an environmentally friendly way with the wood from eucalyptus trees. SheetsGiggles.com. You can always take advantage of all the promotions for the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets around. But if this is your first time going to SheetsGiggles.com, Use promo code ZASLO and you'll get 20% off your first order. What better time than now to get yourself a new mattress? If I'm telling you, you can get 20% off that mattress. All you got to do is use promo code ZASLO when you go check out at SheetsGiggles.com. SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLO. All right, so like I told you guys, it is Thursday and we always love to get you guys involved in the show. So on Thursdays, we do... Zaslow Show 2.0 Mailbag. All right, let's get to it here. Let's do some mailbag questions. First up, this is from my man Mike in West Palm Beach. It could be questions about anything. Questions on radio, questions on sports, questions on life, questions on movies. I don't know. I could sit here all day naming you all the things that I'll take questions on, but whatever. All right. First up here is Mike in West Palm Beach. Zaslow, best condiment to dip french fries in, and why is it ketchup? No, I, I don't think it's ketchup. I always lean toward barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is my favorite condiment <coughs> Excuse me, when it comes to dipping things in, be it french fries or chicken tenders, whatever. I always go barbecue sauce. All right. Nick Valmax, first of all, congratulations to his son's U11 Western Cup team. They won the championship uh, in Western Cup. Very good for him. That's always fun when you're a parent. Been there, done that. Nick Valmask asks, should all leagues get rid of all-star games? They're unwatchable. No, they shouldn't get rid of them. 
just players should care. Players should try. I don't think they need to get rid of all-star games. Now, getting rid of the Pro Bowl makes sense because the game's so violent, uh, you can't risk injury in an all-star game. So I understood getting rid of that. It seems like with the NHL, they've, you know, they've adjusted it some because they have like these mini games and they've separated into four separate teams. The MLB All-Star Game is very good because for Major League Baseball, baseball is so hard you have to try. If you don't try, you're going to embarrass yourself out there. So the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is actually very good. Uh, CBW, uh, he asks here, <coughs> Zaslow, top three war movies. Ooh, I love this. This is a great question. Okay, top three war movies. Here's what I got for you. In no particular order. Saving Private Ryan. I think it's probably the best war movie. Saving Private Ryan. Deer Hunter. I love Deer Hunter. Come on, Christopher Walken, Robert De Niro, a very young Meryl Streep. Yeah, very famous, the, the Russian roulette scenes. Deer Hunter. And Inglorious Bastards. Yep, Inglorious Bastards, that counts a war movie. Inglorious Bastards, Quentin Tarantino, probably his best movie after Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I said it. I put Inglorious Bastards ahead of Reservoir Dogs. I said what I said. So that's my three. Saving Private Ryan, Deer Hunter, Inglorious Bastards. Top three war movies. Next question here, Julian says here, Zaslo, my question is, after the Bucks meltdown in the playoffs, would you be willing to trade Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson for Damian Lillard when he inevitably asks for a trade? I do think it's possible that he would want out if the Bucks flame out. He never wants to be there in the first place. And Doc Rivers is a terrible coach. And Damian Lillard's learning that right now. Would I move Hero and Robinson? So no picks, no young players, that's what we're talking about? The answer to that question. Now we still got Rozier. Are we flipping Rozier somewhere else? I mean, Lillard, he's going to be, uh, what are we talking, 35 years old at that point? 50-some-odd million dollars for a couple more years? I am going no. I, now, I don't have in front of me what the Heat do in the playoffs. I think I'm going no. I, I think I'm going no. That, that may sound crazy to say. I think I'm going no. All right, next up here. Got a few more questions, a few more mailbag questions from you guys. Let's hear. Shaw Rice to Bimbo. Love hearing from you. What's up, player? Question. Would Spo Morning, Chris Quinn, Karan, and Udonis beat the starting five on the number one men's college basketball team on a game up to 15? Great question. Great question. All right. The number one men's college basketball team, that's UConn, in a game up to 15. So they're kids, though. All right. Eric Spolstra, Alonzo Mourning, Chris Quinn, Karan Butler, Udonis Haslam. The answer to that question is no. They would not beat the UConn men's basketball team starting five because they're just so much more athletic, so much younger, so much more energy. Uh, you know, Zoe and, and Karan Butler, they're running around there. They're pulling a hamstring within two minutes. So I'm going, no. Manuel Diegas, he has Zazlo's Paul Pierce so stupid. He's so stupid still. Of course he is. You know the answer to that. Saul asks, Zazlo, big deal. What's the hype for Messi compared to the Heatles, Marino, etc. Uh, no comparison. No comparison. Like, like, look, Chase Stadium is now what it's called, not Drive Pink anymore. It's packed. Ticket prices are very high. But uh, the Heatles was, it, there's never been anything like it here in South Florida. And with Marino, you got to understand, Dolphins were the only game in town. We didn't even have other pro teams, all right? So, it's nothing compared. You had the Heatles in their prime. You had Marino for, for his entire career. And Messi, while still awesome, is not in his prime. And it's, and it's and while MLS is improving and improving, it's not the top soccer league, all right? So, no comparison. Also, Saul asks here, is it a good idea for Roman, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes to do two matches at WrestleMania? No, it's a terrible idea. Now, I understand if you're going to do Rock Roman Night 1, which we have no idea what Rock's going to do at this point, and then Roman against Cody Night 2, it is what it is. But I would not have Cody Rhodes fighting twice. 
I would not have Seth Rollins fighting twice. It's a major gamble to have Roman Reigns fighting twice. God forbid one of them gets injured, and the next night is, uh, you know, you're in the shitter. So it's a major gamble. It is not a good idea. And one more question is, question is from Luke. Zazla, why do you think the Miami Heat players digress once they leave the team? I think he means regress. Once they leave the team. Example, Darrell Wright, Whiteside, Drogic, Nunn, Struess, Beasley, Tyler Johnson, Waiters, etc. All right, well, first, a couple of things. Number one, Darrell Wright's best years were after he left the Heat. He, he, he didn't have, like, he really didn't have good years here. He had one decent year. He averaged, like, 10 points per game. I think it was in 2007. Uh, Dragic, Dragic had plenty of good years before he got here. Dragic's problem was he was old. Like, it's time to retire. Max Struess, you're not right about either. Max Struess have a good year in Cleveland, all right? But the other guys, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Johnson, Dion Waiters, too, had his best year here. Although Dion Waiters had good years in Cleveland and even Oklahoma City right before he got here. But I don't know. Uh, you, you know, this team manages to get the, the players in the best shape of their lives. Manages, they hold their players accountable, so you're getting the best effort. And Eric Spolster's an amazing coach. So you always got to be weary. Guys like Kendrick Nunn, guys like Tyler Johnson, when you're signing them to big contracts after they leave the Heat, you got to be very weary at this point. So, yeah, just look, uh, Eric Spolster's a phenomenal coach, and it's very plug and play. You've seen it with Gabe, like Gabe Vincent's a guy you got to add, although he's been hurt like the whole year with the Lakers. They're very plug-and-play here in Miami. It's great for us. And that right there is another edition of Zazlo Show 2.0 Mailbag. You know what else is great for us? The fact that we got such a great car dealership is the official dealership of Zazlo Show 2.0 because you're getting the best deals. There's a lot to love at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru this month of February. Incredible offers on all new Subarus in stock as well as every pre-owned vehicle on their lot. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, what if I told you you could make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit? Is that something you'd be interested in? Well, right now, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they promise to provide customers an exceptional experience. It's that brand new state-of-the-art facility on North Andrews Avenue. You know which one I'm talking about. You can see it right there from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. An extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You could shop right now from the comfort of your own home. NFLSubaru.com. That's NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So big story yesterday all across ESPN. Talked about it last night on Amber and Ian as well. Justin Fields. Justin Fields was on the podcast with the the St. Brown brothers. And they asked him about why did he unfollow on Instagram his team, the Chicago Bears. Since wait, since we're here, hold on. But I mean what's we're not the, what's, no, 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 no. Since we're here. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people why do people take social media so seriously? Like, <laughs> But like, why why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears much more now that you unfollow them. Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, okay. It's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no Mm. football. And guess what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either keep Fields. We want Fields to the draft Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. All right, I'm I'm going big deal. and, And this bothers me to no end. These guys, they love fucking around with the social media based on tweeting whatever, unfollowing, following all the passive-aggressive bullshit. And then when they get called on it or asked to explain it, it's everybody else's fault, and they don't want to explain themselves. Justin, people take it seriously, A, because fans are very invested in their team, and B, when you're in the middle of the biggest offseason story in the league, the Chicago Bears, and you unfollow them, and you start following the Atlanta Falcons and Bijan Robinson and and, and 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 other skill players with the Falcons, Drake London, whoever the hell else. That's a story, dude. Like, I'm so tired of these athletes 
they do the passive-aggressive social media bullshit, and then they don't understand, or they backtrack on it. I didn't mean anything. Oh, please. It's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Matt Barnes, former NBA player, you know, he does the All the Smoke podcast. He has been pulled from the Sacramento Kings from his broadcast duties. And this is in response to, remember, it was a few weeks ago where he got physical with a student announcer. That's right. It was a high school game. His son is playing in the high school game. He's up there yelling at the referees, hooting and hollering the whole game, looking like a fool. And then he came over and put his hands on the announcer, and his who was a kid. And his account differs very much from the account of the kid announcer and from the account that the video shows you as well. The Sacramento Kings have finally done the right thing and pulled him from Kings broadcast for the life of me. I don't understand why anyone does business with these guys. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Matt Barnes has been this guy forever. And Steven Jackson, I mean, it's, he hates, number one, he hates Jews. All right, he's been very open about that. The two of them, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, I don't know why anyone wants to work with them. So I'm going, big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? This is yesterday on First Take. Stephen A. Smith, Mad Dog Russo, Paul Feinbaum. Here's Stephen A. Smith questioning all the coverage that is devoted to Notre Dame football. You talk about you have no sympathy for Notre Dame. Why are they even relevant? Can somebody answer that question for me? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish in college football has not won a championship since 1988 when they won in the Fiesta Bowl. I think it was against West Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, if my math is correct, that's 36 years without a national championship. I know they went to a national championship game. I remember when Brian Kelly was coaching them and he took them to the national championship game against Alabama. What happened to that game, Paul? (laughs) What happened in that game? They got bum so badly, we, we don't. They, 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 they got annihilated, okay? I, I mean, Brian Kelly was probably planning his exit from Notre Dame at that moment, okay? <laughs> this, this, is, this is an annihilation that took place. They have not won a national championship game since 1980. They have not won a national title since 1988. That is 36 years. 36 years ago, Dougie, I was graduated from high school, had an afro. Headline was two feet forward. Okay, are you ready for this, doggy? You had just started with Mike Francesa on, on, on the fan in New York City. That's how long ago that was. That last time these brothers was relevant. Yeah, I'm I'm going not a big deal because here's the question that needs to then be redirected back at Stephen A. Smith in that spot. Stephen A. What's the difference between Notre Dame? And the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have done just as little winning over the last 25, 30, whatever, 25 years as Notre Dame football. It's the exact same thing. Not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, John Cena. He was on the Howard Stern show yesterday. And John Cena then explained, Howard was asking about he and The Rock essentially, like, they had a real feud back in the day. And as it turns out now, Cena is doing exactly what The Rock did, leaving WWE for acting. John, the big controversy was because you were critical of The Rock leaving the WWE and becoming an actor. Yes. At the time, you're a young guy and you're like, you know, hey, what kind of bullshit is this? Why is The Rock going off and acting and everything? And you were vocal about it. Absolutely. So it became a real feud between you and The Rock. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, it was real. It wasn't some bullshit. To me, it was more of like, I'm going to jab this guy because I I have nothing to lose. I have all the leverage. I'm there every day, and I love being there every day, and nothing is really pulling me away from being there. But were you hurt that The Rock left? In other words, were you like, hey, he shouldn't do that. You've got to respect no, the WWE. No, uh, I guess my angle came from the fact that he was openly saying, like, I love the WWE. And I'm like, man, if you love it, why aren't you here? Right. And what a <laughs> stupid thing to say, because right. I can sit across from you now and say, I love the WWE, but SmackDown's in two days. I'm not going to be there. Right. So, like, I can say that, and I was, it was just an ignorant 
it was in my ignorant perspective, and I'm I'm so sorry because he had a lot to lose. Right here, he's putting his word on the line, saying I had to leave this thing. I love it. It's ingrained in my family. I fucking love this. But I'm just doing other shit right now. Well, now you understand it of because course. you're doing other shit. And, 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 and now I have to eat a bunch of shit and say, like, fuck, I was wrong and I'm sorry. I'm going not a big deal because we kind of knew this. You know, Cena, he hated what The Rock did before. But now he's turned exactly into what The Rock was before. And that's okay. And there's a lot of good self-reflection there from Cena. It's interesting to hear him talk about it. But I think we already knew it. So I'm going not a big deal. And that right there is another edition a big deal, not a big deal. Yes. All right. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Make sure tonight, ESPN Radio Game Night, alongside Q Myers, I will be hosting from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So that's on Sirius XM Channel 80, always on the ESPN app. You can also listen locally, ESPN West Palm 106.3 FM. Appreciate all you guys. Thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to you guys for listening. Go Panthers tonight against the Canes. I hate their guts, the Hurricanes. And, of course, thanks to everybody behind the scenes who helps put together a great show as usual. Can't do it without all your help. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.